Welcome to DIY Try or Buy, and I'm your host, Aisha with a Y. Here on this podcast, we are creating a community where we do the work, grown work. We will discuss valuing quality and appreciating, first and foremost, ourselves by intentionally upgrading our lifestyle through DIY projects, trying new things and services, and buying quality goods. Here in this space, we choose to level up as we create a lifestyle we want to enjoy. Trust me, this podcast isn't for everybody, but if you want to be you, do you, and elevate your palate in every area of your life, then this podcast is for you. Again, I'm your host, Aisha. Let's get to work. Grown work. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Aisha for DIY, Try or Buy with Aisha with a Y. And this is episode seven, episode seven. I love the number seven. Seven is number of completion. And actually, episode seven, we were supposed to talk about beverages. But unfortunately, my week has been extremely busy. A lot of things didn't come together. And I've been doing a lot of DIY projects and it's just been a crazy week. So hopefully your week has been better than mine. But because I'm not doing the the plan episode seven like I wanted to do. Uh, sorry, Revlin. Uh, <laughs> I had actually talked about doing the beverage episode in the Facebook group. Um, But because I'm not doing that, I really had a crazy week. So if you would allow me to just vent for episode seven, I can, I'm still, you know, following my commitment on doing a Wednesday episode and podcast, but I think I'm going to call episode seven in my feelings because I got questions. That's what I'm going to entitle episode seven in my feelings. I got questions. So let me give you, I usually try to share with you guys my week and hopefully if you follow on, on Facebook, I kind, I kind of post some of the things that I'm doing or the things that I'm going through, but just a short synopsis of my week. You know, my son has been gone for almost a week with his dad. Uh, trust me, I'm not, I'm not crying or anything like that, but I do miss my baby. Uh, you know, that's a part of co-parenting and it's all good. It's, it's very important for Jackson to spend time with his father and Jackson enjoys going, uh, to see his father. So he's been gone for a few days and life has been a little different. I've had more time to do things. Um, now that he's on spring break, I haven't really had uh, to focus on his schooling. Again, if you heard me on episode one, I took some time off of work to make sure that Jackson was getting therapy and going to school and some other things. But I will tell you that he's doing great. He got a great report card. I'm blessed and we are on the right track. So God is good. Um, but he has been gone for the week. I have been missing him a little bit, but um, I've been keeping busy. And so now that spring is here, uh, usually in the springtime, I am doing DIY projects. And that's another reason I, I fell behind on getting the commitment of the video done for the beverage episode, because I like to thrift. I like thrifting. I like finding treasures and repurposing things. Uh, a lot of my friends and family know last year, or just in years past, I will post things that I find 
It could be at the Salvation Army. And I just started purchasing things and selling things on Facebook Marketplace. So uh, I found this beautiful um, cedar wine rack. I just started collecting wine. I drink wine a lot, okay? We all know that I talk about it a lot, but I'm actually collecting it. That's like another stream that I'm trying to create, thanks to my neighbors. (laughs) But I'm collecting wine, and I wanted something I could start storing my wine in. So I started searching on Facebook Marketplace. I found this beautiful cedar wine rack. Went to go get it. My mom and I drove to this other city to go get it. The lady failed to tell me that it was molded and I needed to change the wood at the base of it and look like it was kind of water, you know, warped or whatever at the bottom. And we made a deal. I brought it home. Um, I was thinking about replacing the boards, but I just I didn't I didn't feel like doing all that. I really wanted to start using the wine rack. So long story short, I sprayed it with white vinegar that kills mold and I let it dry for a day. And then today I decided to stain it. Now I was going to do it the easy way and just stain the front, but because I'm a perfectionist, I'm like, this does not look right. So a project I did last year, I had some stain left over. I stained it and it came out beautifully. It's like a red mahogany color. And I really did want to keep that cedar look, but I think it looks rich and it looks great. So DIY projects, I might be ADD, but anytime I find something and I want to do it, I just dive in, especially now that I have that time off. So for me, spring is projects, which I will share with you guys more on Instagram and Facebook, because clearly I'm not going to do a podcast on one DIY project. I could knock out three or four in a day. So that's more of a visual thing. But it's DIY projects, it's gardening, it's things like that. And if you have an idea that you would like for me to talk about, I know one of my listeners in Florida actually uh, suggested I talk about gardening. So my sister, she's a gardener. She has awesome tips. She lives in Austin, Texas. I get tips from her and I would love to do a video and just talk about you know, uh, gardening and it's just how, how awesome it is. Even if you don't want to just do a full fledged garden, if you just do like a little box garden or a container garden, it's a beautiful thing to see a seedling just grow into something. And then you are literally eating the fruits of your labor, right? So that is something that I definitely want to do. So DIY projects, gardening, things that nature. So that has been my week. (laughs) I have literally been talking about wine and just taking in all types of education on sommeliers and uh, different different wines and things like that. So I have, you know, aside from all the other things, getting Jackson together to be with his dad, but it's just been a crazy week for me. Okay, so I do apologize. But this hobby with wine, I'm like almost addicted. I can see why people really get into wine. I mean, yes, I like to drink it, but it's, it's a beautiful thing to just taste history. It's a beautiful thing to preserve history. And some of these documentaries I've been watching, I've just been hooked. So y'all pray for me. So that's been my week. But the things that I wanted to vent about this week too, that's also that also I've been like listening to for the past week or so are things that I have questions about, 
you know, and sometimes I get kind of nervous about sharing my thoughts because as a Sagittarius and as a very vocal woman, sometimes the things that I say come out the wrong way because, you know, people kind of take it on the other end of what's what I'm giving and what they're receiving as harsh. And I really don't mean to be harsh. I'm just really being honest. And I have never been that person to be into entertainment news. Um, I think there's like a rapper, Sweetie, and some other rapper, Quavo. I'm, I'm sure y'all gonna laugh at me, but like all that kind of news, I don't follow that. But other stuff, because I enjoy laughing, I am on Instagram, I am not on TikTok. But there are other different, you know, other news things that I listen to, right? So I got questions. Like, I used to be a real news junkie. I used to watch CNN and MSNBC and all those things all the time. But I realized that, you know, if you continue to put that energy in your body, in your spirit all day long, you will just be encompassed with fear. And that's not something that I want to live live by. So I take doses of it, right? So I try not to watch a lot of TV if I don't have to. I think I watch more movies, if anything, because I will binge watch the heck out of a, a series. <laughs> but as far as like news and like um, different things that come on TV or shows, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't have the patience for it. So I just want to vent. If you would just indulge me, I, I just want to talk about a few topics and hopefully, you know, I can get some feedback on this from you guys. Um, I get a lot of DMs, but no one ever really says anything in the Facebook groups or Instagram. And hopefully that will change as the community grows. But I really want to know what you think about these issues. And I'm going to hit on a couple, maybe three or four. And I could be way off you know, let me know, let me know what you think. So one of the issues that I, I had, that has actually went all over the internet was about Derek Jackson. Now, if you don't know who Derek Jackson is, he is like this relationship guru for the, the longest I have seen his advice on Instagram and Facebook. And he's always given this advice about relationships and, but it's really geared towards, uh, black women and how they should be treated, right? So for me personally, I have never been a fan of his work or his material, but I've had friends and I've seen people post his um, theories and his opinions quite a bit. Like, like when Steve Harvey had that book out, everybody and their mama was just like quoting him and now, you know, then it was Derek Jackson and some other people that would quote this man. And, you know, some of the things were, were pretty, I mean, it, it sounded good, but I mean, did it have any meat? And I honestly couldn't tell you that because again, I didn't follow him, right? I've never reposted what he said. I just, I couldn't really speak on it, right? And again, another thing too, that I really couldn't vibe with, with, with Mr. Jackson was the fact that he was a relationship. And again, this is just my opinion. We all, like my past used to say, just like a nose, we all have one. So this is just my opinion. But for me, I really couldn't rock with him because he would always be sitting in his car. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
but he will always be sitting in his car and then you know I'm, I'm really trying to, to, to find the words because I don't want to just b- blast on anybody. But if you're a relationship coach or you're giving advice, for me, I need to see your wife. Like, I need you to, like, I need to see a beautiful relationship. I need to see the beautiful kids. And if it's just your opinion and if your opinion is not coming from anywhere else but you, that gives me, that raises questions for me. Like, if you're not meditating, if you're not getting it from another source, however you you gain your energy, and it's just all opinion, that I just have a problem with that. That's just that's just how I am. But so anyway, this week, I guess because I don't know the whole story, and I guess it's I'm really I'm I'm really engaging in the gossip. I'm being petty. But I guess this week he cheated. They like all these women came out, and he's cheated on his wife, right? So <laughs> the men, black men, have been going in. I mean, like all the way in, and they've always said in the past that he was he wasn't about too much. Like he he was just not credible. Okay. But these women, these followers, you know how we can be sometimes. They loyal, we loyal. And then now that all this stuff has come out and he has it finally, he first, he didn't admit it. Now he has admitted it. It's been crazy, right? So everybody has been going in on, on Derek Jackson. So his he did it, him and his wife did this like conference, like, and I don't even want to say conference, but they, they talked about it and she's talking about Jesus and, you know, they're going to stay together and all this craziness. But my thing is, and here's my, I got questions. Where were you when he was given all this relationship advice? Like, why are you now coming out? Not because he, he was convicted and was just like, you know what? I'm cheating on my wife. I've been cheating on my wife for many years and I'm a relationship coach. I am literally telling women what not to do and what kind of man to look for. I am so convicted in my soul, in my spirit, that I am just going to talk to my audience and confess the things that I have done. No, this brother didn't do that. The only reason he came out is because all these women came forward. So I got questions like, what you know, should we... And then he comes out with a book, like he's got this book that's about to come out about healing. So look, I don't have a stone to throw, but I have been cracking up. I don't know if it's just because I'm stressed because I'm actually getting ready to go back to go to work from my leave, but I have been dying of laughter. Lord, forgive me, but I call me petty, but Duvall and Ryan Davis and all these other comedians that kind of told us so back in the day, I'm saying in general as women, they have been going in and I have just been laughing and and laughter is good for the soul. And I hate I'm doing it on his expense, but I mean, really, really, you know, I pray for that sister. I pray for his kids. Um, and I even pray for the women that follow him, you know, but, 
<laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Um, how we as women follow people that cannot showcase or show us what they're preaching. That's my question. You know, how we can be so loyal. And even the women that are actually were in relationships with this man for years, knowing that we as women are following every, you know, hey, that that's, I'm not going to go deep into that, but I have questions. So that's one of my questions. Um, but I'm praying that, you know, everything works out. But hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me, okay. So then I heard, <laughs> so this is why I'll follow gossip. Cause this, you can just, you could just, just go in and in. And then I heard that he gave his life to the Lord. Like I have never heard him pray on any of his advice when he's sitting in his car giving advice. I have never, you know, maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. But anyway, I, Hey, if he's found religion after all this and he can make it work with his wife and she's all for it, then who am I to judge? So that's, that's one of the, the, the things that, um, I had questions on. The second thing I had a question on is about this Asian hate, right? Um, you know, as you know, in Atlanta, there was a, a man that shot up a, a, a few um, commercial businesses, spas, Asian spas, um, because he felt like he had an, a sexual addiction and he felt like Asians and spas were attached or associated with that addiction. So with all this Asian hate that is that has happened, I mean, it's like in New York, People are getting like older people, senior citizens are getting knocked over in the street um, because of the perpetual uh, verbiage of our past president, uh, Trump, of of using, you know, there's power in words. I believe that there's power in words, um, you know, calling it, the you know, the COVID, you know, an Asian, it came from China and, you um, just derogatory things towards Asians, which fueled a fire, right? Words are powerful if you, it fueled a fire. So people just like indignant, they just have the audacity to just push people, hit people, um, you know, call them out their names. It's just crazy. So now when this happened, you know, a lot of people died and, you know, God, God rest all their souls, you know, um, praying for all the families. Let me say that first and foremost, any, any type of hate is wrong, right? But here's my question. And again, please give me your assessment and comments when you hear this episode. All of this has happened. And now they're calling for solidarity, you know, amongst black people and Asian people, right? But I heard something from Amanda Seals. I think I said her name right. And she has been on point. I, I've never followed her, but I she has just been reading my mind lately, right? But she was talking about, you know, the common oppressor that we have are, you know, the, 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 the white people, right? You know, not all white people, but the common, the common thread in this is whites, the white people, right? Um, but they're looking like if you look at the news junkets, they're looking for us to, oh, you guys have been oppressed. 
you need to have solidarity. You need to march with them. And then we have all these things, stop Asian hate. And I have not participated in this. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm pr- I pray for it. I thought it was horrible. Um, you know, people that have serviced me as far as, um, you know, my nails or whatever, you know, I, I'm praying for them. But in my mind, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, the same energy that they give us, I'm giving them. Like, I don't see when our people are being killed in the street and being murdered when Trayvon was, you know, was, was murdered. Um, Even the recent deaths, I haven't, I haven't seen anyone go out to Asian groups and say, hey, or any media junk and say, hey, Asians, uh, you need to be in solidarity with black people. I don't understand it. Right. So clearly we all need to come together and unify. But I'm not understanding why, why we are always looked at to lend a hand when these things happen. Why aren't the oppressors looked at? And and if they're looked at, then the, the change can be created. So I've had a lot of people and look, we are all, we all have, you know, um, ways we deal with things and we all show support different ways. A lot of my friends and family have posted, you know, stop Asian hate, stop Asian hate, blah, blah, blah. That's great. But I'm not about to be bullied into doing that. Like, I feel like if I don't do it, then I I don't, I don't support, you know, this, this cause, but I absolutely support it. But again, I'm going to give them the same energy that they give, give me. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing anything else (laughs) other than praying, wishing them well. That's, that's, that's really all I got until, until things are different in in regards to how we're treated with that community. That's the, that's the energy I'm coming with because I know living in Detroit, um, you know, it's all about, you know, for me, I I have a passion for small business and circulating the dollar. I grew up where we had, and there is still there, Asian restaurants in our neighborhoods. We have hair salons in our neighborhood that are Asian. Um, you know, they take they they have their businesses set up in our neighborhoods, and then. I've never like they bring their lunches to work. I've never seen them go down the street to a shop <laughs> that's black on and, and buy anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that money that they get from our neighborhoods, they then go back to their neighborhoods and they circulate that dollar among their people. So there's a lot of things that need to change. And I'm not saying that out of anger. I'm just saying that out of out of straight business. I mean, and just just the reality of it. Um, it's you see it in other you see it in other cultures. Jewish people do it. Asian people do it. There's nothing wrong with sticking together and supporting your own people. You know, a beautiful thing that I saw. I think. Um, 
one of the 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 the, the kids his mother was murdered at the spa. She was a worker there and it's, it's him and his brother and they don't have any family here. And he wanted to raise money for him to be able to stay in his home and to, to provide his mother a proper funeral. I think it was like maybe 20,000 he asked for. I think when I checked his GoFundMe, he got like 2 million. So for me, I'm like, praise God. That is amazing. He needs the support. He doesn't have family here. You know, uh, he lost his mother. I couldn't imagine not knowing, you know, what I was going to do if I had no family and I had a place that I had, I had expenses, right? So I looked at the GoFundMe just out of curiosity, because again, it's all about community. I looked at the GoFundMe and if you look at all the donors or the majority of the donors, it's all like Asian names, like, you know, Asian people. And that's dope. They, they should do that. And you should see that. I think one of the biggest donors like gave $10,000. I mean, they asked for 20,000 and he's up to 2 million. So that's the type of power I'm talking about. Right? So again, I just hate that the the point I'm making is and the question or that that I raise is that why is it that we are always called upon to kumbaya and march and other communities aren't I just don't get it so that's that's really the question for me again I hate all I hate all oppression right hate is wrong period and if and, and pl- if you know me if I see anything wrong, if anything is done in front of me, please know I will check it. I will address it. But I'm not going, for me, out of my way is doing something where it's not my community and I'm going out here to march. If that And that strength is not given to me. I'm not giving it to you. But I will support in other ways. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so again, if you have any comments or questions in regards to how I'm thinking about it, or you can change the way I'm thinking about it, please let me know. Another thing I want to address, because I got questions. <laughs> the mass shootings that's going on, right? Just, I think... Uh, Tuesday, you had another mass shooting in Colorado, 21 year old went in, started blazing, didn't even care who it was. I believe 10 people died. He came out alive. We, we not, that's a whole nother conversation, but he's alive. Um, 10 people are dead. One was a police officer and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of older people. And I think three employees from the supermarket. My question is, why are we arming ourselves? What, I mean, as as a woman, I have to, you know, most of us go to the supermarket. We, you know, we, we are the caregivers and I'm not saying men don't, but I'm saying the majority of the time, women, we're going to the supermarket. We're, we're knocking out that grocery list. We're taking care of business. Um, any, any place, bank, grocery store, wherever, and we don't arm ourselves, especially, I'm going to just say a lot of, uh, you know, black women, we don't arm ourselves. I, I have run into some of my family members and friends and they're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm saved and I'm going to just, you know, pray about it. And, you know, and if it's my time, it's my time. And to me, that's absolutely crazy. 
And I, and when I say crazy, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to necessarily have a gun, but have a taser, have something to protect a, 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 a stick or something, you know, to, to protect you and your family, especially if your kids are with you. You know, it's, it's so interesting to me that one side of the, the, the aisle of Christians is, you know, we have a right to bear arms and, you know, we, you don't take our guns. And then the other side of the, our side, the black side is like, oh, we're going to pray about it. I'm not saying all, because trust me, I know people that, that pack, I am one of them. But in general, as a whole, I, I find that to be a common thread and again, it doesn't necessarily have to be a gun, which I advocate for, but a taser, pepper spray, something, I mean, to protect your family. Because to me, it's like, you know, that story where, you know, the guy's on the island, and he's at, he's praying and asking the Lord for help. Oh, I'm on this island, send me help. And he sends, he sends a raft. He sends all these tools for this person to get <laughs> off the island, but they're so focused on you know, Jesus coming a different way, he, they can't see the resources before them. And that's the same way with this situation. Like, at least have some options, even if you do get shot or whatever would happen to you, at least go out trying to protect your family. Clearly, I'm going to pray even before I leave the house. But I'm not understanding with all these uh, crazy people running through schools and um, especially with during this Trump era and these they, people just feel like they, they, they're confident out here. I mean, I literally, I've shared the story before, I believe, but I have literally went to my local Meyer, okay? Went to my local Meyer and a guy literally was getting out his pickup truck and his he he has his gun on his person. It's visible. Like I can see his weapon, his gun. And so what if I just happened and it was dark, I was working second shift. So, and it's dark. What if he just got spooked and thought I was trying to come up on him and he just shoots me. I mean, you just look, arm yourself. Okay. I pray that nothing will ever happen to you that you would never see the day to where you would have to, um, you know, use any type of weapon to, um, protect yourself. But if it does happen, you know, if, and when it does happen, I need you to be prepared. I need you to get into the mindset of not just praying without ceasing, but actually equipping yourself, not just with, um, you know, a, a firearm or something to protect yourself, but with educating yourself. You know, I said this on our Facebook page. If you don't have a gun, if you don't have a taser, at least educate yourself on or or take some 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 classes or self defense classes. Just don't become out here like you know this lamb. Like ah, you got me. I mean, no. Why? Why? Right? If you go to a safety a gun safety class. You can get comfortable with a, with a gun, right? Um, not learn how to use it, you know? Uh, again, it doesn't have to be a gun. It could be a taser. Those are the questions that I have. I don't understand why people aren't um, encouraged or they feel like they need to protect their family 
Because guess what? Your husband may have a gun, but he's not always with you. These people were in the grocery store, right? There's a wonderful group that I'm a part of on Facebook, and it is called um, Black Gun Owners, Women's Only. And I'm telling you, I'm so proud of my sisters. They are out here. They are out here. They are out here packing. They are protecting their families. I mean, because trust me, when I go to the gun range, these men are and women are loading up like it's the last days. If you go on any gun website, most of the ammo is sold out. I need you to know this, guys. Like, we're sitting here, doody doody do, and these people are preparing for whatever. You know, people have bunkers. Hello? People have bunkers, like got dry food. <laughs> they are ready just just in case, you know, Biden wants to take their guns. They're buying all these guns up and all this ammo. And what, what are we going to do? Right? So this group that I'm a part of, I mean, they're not playing. These women, like, have been in the military or taking classes with their girlfriends. And I'm like, no, nah, you're not about to take mine. You're not. And if you are, you, you're going to have to get through me. So that's my question. I just need you. My question also has a, a charge for you. If nothing else, if you don't own a gun, at least educate yourself on trying to protect yourself. If not with the gun, with something else. So that is my, my, my rant for all the, uh, <laughs> All the current issues that's going on uh, with, you know, in the world. And it's crazy, guys. Like, you know, I don't really try to um, get into all the issues because, again, um, sometimes I say things and people take it the wrong way. But now that I'm in my 40s, I'm really getting comfortable with what I'm saying. Like, I'm really digging the skin I'm in. As you get older, you just be like, you know what? It is what it is. And I'm learning that that's where <laughs> where I'm at. But with this podcast, DIY Try or Buy, I really, my passion is to be positive. Today was petty positive, but my passion is to truly want you to normalize living. I know I've seen some things on Clubhouse where uh, there are groups talking about let's as as black people let's normalize normalize luxury living well for me it's really not luxury on the some of the things that I'm sharing but we really need to normalize just straight living like we should not be called bougie for upgrading our palate or upgrading our life the things that we used to do you know, because our grandparents did, it doesn't mean it's right, but we can always upgrade how we do stuff. So with this podcast, it's a lot of work, you know, it's a mental shift. It's a lot of things that need to be shifted and I'm here, I'm here for it. You know, I know it's going to take some time. This is not the things that I talk about, like gardening, <laughs> uh, DIY. Those are viral things, you know, that Derek Jackson crap and who dating who I get it. Right. But this for me is a ministry. And I hope, I hope, I hope and pray that, you know, the little changes, the little things that you do in your life will allow you to develop your palate develop uh, the way you live to change the way you live for the better and that thing will just grow and your kids will be able to take it on it's a beautiful thing for me and my son to 
to uh we we actually um last year we grew sunflowers from the seed right and he helped me put the soil in all my 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 raised beds we planted those sunflowers along with some some vegetables and herbs but for him to see what he grew and then the sunflowers to uh, grow so tall and we actually grew the sunflowers for the bees you know it's always about the bees right save the bees and so then when the sunflowers were were done they were dead we took the seeds out and then we ate the sunflower put the sunflower seeds in the in salt let them soak and then we made sunflower seeds because like sunflower seeds but I'm telling you it's a beautiful thing to do and a positive thing, an activity with your child to where if nothing else, if I die tomorrow, my son will know how to grow his own food. Like he doesn't have to, I mean, at the end of the day, he doesn't have to go to a fast food place or be dependent upon that. He could be dependent upon his hands and the seeds that he has in order to grow his own food, preserve it, whatever, can it, that's what we're doing. And so those are the things that I really want you guys to take away from this, you know, see beauty in old things, repurpose things. We don't always have to buy things to be happy. So I'm in my feelings, right? (laughs) Thank you so much for listening all this time and allowing me to just to share with you I have had a crazy week. Y'all pray for me. Like I said, I'm actually preparing to go back to work. I've been off for a minute and they want me back. And so um, I'm ready. I'm ready to go back. So again, thank you for listening to episode seven of DIY Try or Buy with Aisha with a Y. Take care. And as always, be blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, fam, for joining me this week on DIY Try or Buy with Aisha. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook at DIY Try or Buy with Aisha or via email at Aisha at DIYTryOrBuy.com. If you have a show idea, a quality product share, an exceptional service story or comment, I want to know so we can show up, show out, and support. If you enjoyed the show, I need you to do a few things for me. Number one, subscribe. Two, share this podcast with friends and family. And three, leave a review or a comment so that I can continue to provide you with content. If you subscribe, you can catch all new episodes on Wednesdays. Okay, fam, see you next week. And remember, be you, do you, and upgrade your palate. Let's get to work. Grown work. Remain blessed. Peace.